0: All right. Welcome back to another episode of Project Geospatial. This is the St. Louis Geo Spotlight. And back with us is Courtney Miller. And Courtney is going to give us yet another update. This is April's update for what's going on in St. Louis, the GeoScene. scene. Uh, Courtney, what's what's been going on over there this month?
1: Thanks, Adam. Um, Well, we are kind of gearing up for in what I would call internship season here in St. Louis. So there's a lot of activity around uh, partnerships with local high schools and colleges for those who are interested in pursuing careers in geospatial with the local St. Louis geospatial companies. So one couple of them that we're kind of paying attention to, um, Lidos actually has an internship partnership with the local st louis public schools and the parkway school district which is out in west st louis county they're looking to involve approximately 50 students in uh, internships and shadow op- opportunities for students to learn more about geospatial uh, technologies and intelligence and kind of learn more about what LIDOS does and hopefully create some formal opportunities for internships and um, shadowing uh, going across as they get into college and further along in their careers. So excited to see that. That was something that was discussed in a previous update and really love to see that Litos is expanding the project beyond St. Louis Public Schools into St. Louis County and just getting more kids excited about what's going on in geospatial.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Uh, but that can't be all, right? You got a lot going on over there.
1: Yeah, so we also, um, late we have the Gateway GIS Summer Program. So for high school students who are interested in very closely shadowing and learning about GIS technologies, G.O.N. technologies, who are wanting more kind of like a traditional type of um, internship program, that is going on through Gateway GIS. That was also something that Leidos is involved in, but also other companies within St. Louis. Uh, We also have um, Maxar is also involved in working with local colleges. They just recently completed um, a really neat project with Harris-Stowe State University, which is our local historically black university, um, with about 12 of their students who mapped 600 buildings in North St. Louis, which is an an area that is historically disinvested, and add them to the, um, the open, I believe it's the open map like an open source project um, to kind of map buildings and, and different uh, artifacts around the world. And that was done with the help of Maxar professionals with local students here to kind of, again, and get them familiar with the technology to learn more about what the applications are. And so they did this during a map So we see that there's a lot of opportunities for local companies to interface with um, students. And we're seeing very much a, a focus on trying to increase the, to really work on a diverse workforce here in St. Louis. So very intentional about reaching out to school districts and colleges to really get diverse talent involved in geospatial. Um, So those who have typically not had like a a typical pipeline into the geospatial community, like you see with, um, you know, maybe with military or veterans, but really going directly to schools and colleges and trying to get more people, uh, people of color and women involved in geospatial technology and companies. So excited. Yeah. And um, in addition to that, we have a couple of cool grant programs coming up right now. So the The uh, T-Rex has a GOC grant program that is currently open through May 15th and they're giving awards uh, between 15 and 20K to startups and other companies that have programs related to precision agricultural and ag tech within geospatial. So if you wanna find out more about that, you can go to downtowntrex.org and find out more about that grant program. Um, There are, like I said, there's multiple awards, uh, 15 to 20K for those who have a particular software application related to ag
0: tech. So is there, is Um, there, is there a limited, uh, um, do you, you have to have a presence within St. Louis to. You
1: do have to have a presence within St. Louis. That is correct. Um, but that can include satellite locations or, you know, other type of partnerships with St. Louis companies. So for any of you who are involved in, in, you know, ag tech or precision agriculture, uh, just check it out. It's an opportunity to kind of maybe expand your portfolio.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, what else do we have in the books?
1: Um, We, NGA announced the NGA Accelerator this month. And so for uh, for any of you, the NGA created a startup accelerator uh, this year that is based out of NGA West, where they're putting in $100,000 in seed money into startups who are willing to have a presence here in St. Louis and work directly with NGA and other business development opportunities and programs here in St. Louis in order to really work directly with mission specific programs and have access to NGA, but also kind of build up that, that, you know, entrepreneurship and technology. And so there was over 350 applications for this first cohort of eight. And so they just announced those eight uh, within the last few weeks. And so seeing a really neat kind of cross-section of different um, startups, we've six of the eight are software related, about four of them are are some kind of traditional geo-int type of applications. There's one that's a low earth um, satellite orbit type of company and one that uses smart balloons. So we're seeing kind of a a cross balance between the applications of imagery and creating, you know, and and sort of harnessing the imagery. So really excited to see what, how NGA interfaces with these companies and how that they kind of get them involved and hoping that this is kind of a a good model for how NGA is planning on using some of the declassified uh, space and emphasis here at NGA West um, as they build a new campus, but also just, you know, in general, trying to, you know, increase innovation, entrepreneurship, and just having greater access to the mission here in St. Louis.
0: Yeah, I know I'm excited to go check out that list there uh, as they, uh, and maybe maybe we'll review it on a late night geo or perhaps bring some of those companies on uh, on for some interviews. Uh, yeah. So with that said, is, is there some type of cadence for this uh, NGA uh, incubator that they are startups? seed seed fund.
1: well i mean they're from all across the country so, so and is this going
0: to be reoccurring i guess i should say uh,
1: i believe that it is going to be reoccurring i do not know if it's going to be annually or if they're going to do it more often um we also know that arch grants which is a similar kind of startup accelerator here in st louis also focuses has been focusing on geospatial startups they usually announce their cohort in august so same kind of deal that you get about 100K in seed money, you locate here in St. Louis, um, you get access to mentorship, to business development programs, um, access to other type of like industry and, um, you know, business connections. So it'll be really great to see once all these cohorts and companies are really filling in here at, at Geosaurus, at T-Rex in St. Louis, um, with COVID kind of coming through and more companies going back to you know, meeting in the office and having physical presence. Uh, I think it's be a really kind of exciting place to be having all these these young and up and coming s- companies all within one space in downtown St. Louis.
0: Is there still plenty of room for people if they want to? <laughs> I, I
1: think they they've they started expanding because they've actually um, there's been quite the demand, especially since Moonshot Labs should be opening, uh, I, I assume pretty soon, actually. So maybe in, in next month's update, we'll have an idea about that.
0: Awesome. Uh, yeah. And uh, um, is that it for this month's updates?
1: Uh, the other one is we do have a final geo uh, geo innovation speaker series that's on yes. May So you can go to downtowntrex.org and go to events and it is featuring uh, Will Cadell, uh, the CEO of Spark Geo and is moderated by Tony Sardella, the founder of Evolve 24. And they're just talking about how, industries, commercial industries can access and incorporate geospatial data and analytics into their work. So this is a good one for those who, for, you know, we're reaching out to industries outside of geospatial to learn more about geospatial technologies and how to kind of interface with that. But that's a big part of what growing the industry here in St. Louis is really kind of connecting these, these different industries together to make sure they're talking and realize what, what ways in which that companies that exist right now can, can benefit from um, maybe working with contractors who are in the geospatial technology.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we can be a bit of a bubble in the geospatial in, in industry and the reaching out beyond uh, certain sectors, even the defense sector or even others as, uh, can be a challenge sometimes. So bridging that gap can be a huge benefit to everybody. Um, now, with that said, we did have a chance to interview somebody from your local area a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to tag that along with this St. Louis update uh, for this month. Uh, do you want to talk about and give a formal introduction before we showcase that video?
1: Yeah. Um, so Nicole Mathern, who is a program manager, community programs manager at Lidos in St. Louis has really launched an amazing program working to build up a diverse, a diverse, I would say a diverse workforce, but really it's just diverse interest within the community around geospatial. So she works with local, uh, elementary schools, high schools, and colleges in the region, to really get people excited about geospatial um, she re- they really work with the lidos employees um, they go into the local community they purchase smart boards they g- you know they give the kids um, like take home packages of things they can use in order to access geospatial technology they do job shadowing it's really a holistic and and wonderful program and very excited to uh, to be able to feature her on G- Project Geospatial.
0: Awesome! And everybody, stay tuned after this update, and uh, you'll get to see that interview with her and the awesome projects that just Courtney just highlighted in in more detail. So, with that said, Courtney, thanks for this month's St. Louis Geo Spotlight update, and uh, can't wait to see what's going on next month. And Absolutely. yeah, we'll talk to everybody next time. Hi, welcome to Project Geospatial. I'm Adam Simmons, and with me for this segment is Nicole Mathern. She is the Community Partner Manager of Lidos in St. Louis. Nicole, tell us more about yourself and the awesome projects you're working uh, work, working with in St. Louis, and uh, w- tell us what a Community Partnership Manager does.
2: <laughs> Hi, Adam and audience. <laughs> Um, So, yes, I I go by Nikki, Nikki Mathern, and I manage interactions within the local community. Now, this looks like partnerships with 501c3s, local universities, and other entities, as well as leading community engagements.
0: Awesome. Um, So... Well, let's just dive into a couple of those things right there. Uh, so, you working in St. Louis? What does working with the community mean? How does it relate to your work at Lidos, uh, or even the geospatial community at large?
2: Oh, that is a loaded question. <laughs> Uh, so okay, so as the community partnership manager, one of the first things I did for our St. Louis community that I look to do for all of our communities is I developed a K to Career program. Now, this is a collective STEM joint curriculum enhancement. You know, it has a short-range goal of building capacities in schools that are often in under-resourced communities. Um, it comes with a plan of commitment, consistency, uh, engagement. And with a mid-range goal to increase diversity and equity in STEM GON graduates, right? And help them into our workforce. And our long-range goal is to do our part in solving our STEM national crisis, because we are one. And it falls right along with our overarching LIDOS mission, which is to make the world a safer, healthier place through efficient um, information technology, engineering, and science, right? Which is STEM. <laughs> so, um yeah. And... Again, falls right along also with our corporate vision, which is to engage, develop, and empower our diverse and valued people to foster a culture of creativity and growth. You know, we want to strengthen our communities through volunteerism, sustainable operations, and the advancement of equality. So <laughs> excellent. So well, thank
0: you for that, that 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 deeper explanation. Uh talk to me more about the internships. How broad is the internships? Where where do you where do you work with the project specifically? Uh, with what you do.
2: Okay, so um, with our internships, right, so one of the first things I did, we always offer internships, but um, before, you know, you had to be enrolled in a four-year degree program at a university. Um, In here in St. Louis, especially with GEOINT, you know, we allowed for paid internships at um, the rising senior high school senior grade where they can enter into a paid internship with enrollment in a two-year degree program. And that allows us to pipeline students um, for our St. Louis geospatial hub, which is really what we are, geospatial community, um, right into our workforce. But we're not limited there. You know, we also have shadow students that we work with at the high school level where they come in and they do everything essential. Um, like an intern would to develop and gain those skill sets that they can add on their resumes later. But those are, are more unpaid um, until we find another way to partner with some other entities like STL Jobs or um, maybe even Gateway Global for even those positions to loop around in partnership and be paid. So, I mean, we our intern program is vast and it is expanding and it's not limited, honestly, only to uh, geospatial. Because St. Louis is also a huge uh, bioscience agricultural hub. And another thing that I'm looking to do is find those intersections with uh, GIS. And I keep saying GIS like our community would know, our audience would know what that means, (laughs) is geographical information systems. Well, this
0: is definitely the show for that. I can tell you that much.
2: Oh, oh, Okay. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, but geospatial, uh, this is uh, so uh, for for those who you are listening and, and, and would love to hear more about uh, Nicole's internship programs in GIS, once again, geographic information systems uh, usually applies to all the programs you would use to define or analyze the data related to uh, uh, anything with a location attached to it. So it's a very broad field. There's a lot to do. And what's awesome about internships, like what I'm sure you're uh, working with, Nicole, is it introduces uh, young people or introduces people to, how much you can do, get done right there it's not just about geography um i remember at one point when i was a kid i was like oh what can i do with geography when i was a kid is be a be a teacher at the end of the day what can you do with this you know be a history teacher what, what's the job you know once once all of a sudden i was introduced to the world of industry and and figured out what the wide swath of opportunities were it was incredible i'm like okay well the world has all of a sudden opened up to me with more possibilities that i can even imagine but it was incredible so um can you tell us more about uh the life of an intern you know what opportunities you've given them and some of the benefits that lido's offers them from a uh uh, if they complete that whole process
2: right so with our k to career program the latter end with with those high school um, and university students there are opportunities for um, networking into our ERGs and introductions into those, you know, uh, we want to promote diversity and provide those networks for them to plug into and just learn more about an organi- organization. And then there's also the professional development side of it. Um, you know, we are mentors to these young professionals. And um, as far as opportunities, you know, we actually hire probably more than 95% of our interns. So, you know, it really is an entryway into a complete career path. And we're interested in creating Lidos Lifers, you know? So we want them to stay with us. We want them to help us um, with new ideas and just being innovative and agile.
0: Well, that's an incredible opportunity and turnover towards employment. That's 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 an excellent path, uh, especially building up those skills very, very, very quickly. So how young can you start as an intern uh, with what you have going?
2: Honestly. okay, so, yes. The term intern, you know, I would say their senior year because those are paid positions. But we do have shadow students. And I do have a program that involves engagement all the way from kindergarten because, you know, we want to introduce these children as early as possible to our environment and to the connections that engagement creates when they they come and they to our office and they see what we do and we explain it to them in um, words and terms that they can understand. You know, like I filtered an entire elementary school um, through our South Grand location and um, we made maps. You know, and that's a part of GIS and what we do. And they didn't understand the correlation until afterwards, but it's a whole part of the demystification process that I work on um, through the entire program.
0: Awesome. What kind of skills are you working with the senior level interns to uh, what kind of applications are you introducing them to uh, to get them hooked on the GIS or uh, the industry as a whole?
2: Okay, so they work on our GIS projects in collaboration with some of our PMs if they are actual pay interns. If they are not, like we have a partnership with Gateway Global, which again is the only entity that can actually give them a credential through USGIF at the high school level. And they can do that freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. So, and then we also have a program where after they um, finish that Gateway Global course, we're working on further educating them um, like we would a regular employee that just um, starts on the job and that training program. So, we kind of marry those training programs so they can have a complete Uh, pathway and, honestly, they come out of that program able to perform sometimes um, better than students who only have the degree, you know, and and which is extremely valuable because they can come out with a credential and also maybe build other credentials on top of that just like the other IT fields and, um, you know, start an entry-level position.
0: Are, are there are there uh, versions of this internship program that apply to more than just students, other uh, folks who want to either cross train or adults, for that matter, who want to get involved with IDOS?
2: Absolutely. See, that's why I call the program K to Career, because we want to provide opportunities to um, upskill and reskill. You know, we have employees that say, hey, I have a GIS degree, but I've been working on this project and I kind of want to refresh. Can I jump over here into this um, GIS course? And obviously, we want to make that available to them as well. But, you know, we do have a focus on on working on our vast talent pools and our under-resourced communities, but we don't want to be limited. So um, we are looking at that.
0: Awesome. Well, how, how broad and, and how much growth have you seen with your program, I'll say, over the last, uh, since you started this, uh, this whole initiative?
2: Oh, well, okay. So back in 2017, I would say that um, we started with an elementary school. And it's grown uh, from just sponsorship of that one elementary school here in the St. Louis region because we do have other schools that we partner with across the nation, you know, as we are a global organization. But um, in St. Louis, it started off as one elementary school and it's expanded to three you know, um, with resources and capacity and seeing the measure changes, I felt like we could actually take on more. So, you know, I have a school in North city, St. Louis. Um, I have a school somewhere in the middle and a school in the South Southern city of St. Louis and those feed up and some of them into the same high schools, but you know, they can kind of choose their high schools. Um, and some of the same middle schools with the, uh, the Southern and the, and the middle school. So, that broad spectrum and my overarching goal is to run through our program you know work out the kinks you know it's unlimited the idea is to have a place where you don't have to start from ground zero all the time you have a curriculum um, and a place to start to give that uh, consistency and that commitment to your partners that you're working with in the schools because they're tired of you know people just coming in and doing these one-stop shop projects, they they want that consistency. So I, I built the program on our, our um, presence, projects, and our parents. Those That's the core of the program. Did I answer your question or did I just ramble?
0: <laughs> uh, no, 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 the, I think it, it does. Uh, it's about the growth of your program, right? So you mentioned mm-hmm. you started off with elementary schools, and mm-hmm. now you're reaching into where these kids move on to either middle school or high school beyond that. Uh, Mm -hmm. And St. Louis is a big area and the geospatial industry is about to explode with the emergence of NGA West out there as well. So um, I'm sure you're anticipating a significant new level of growth here in the next couple of years, too. Do you already have plans to address some of that?
2: Yes, I do. Um, I want to take our program that is, you know, structured and successful with measured results. And I actually want to share it. So we can start um, duplicating it regionally, you know, as a leader and, you know, just the science, technology, engineering field that our corporation is. I feel like it's important and pertinent for us to take that lead to get this program off the ground and and running and duplicate it, not only just across our organizations and um, nationally, but maybe even, you know, partnering with other entities to possibly, you know, duplicate it with, You know, we'll just lead the way because we can't take on everyone, even though I like to. (laughs) But, you know, we have to have the opportunity to to partner if we really want to have a national solution to a STEM crisis.
0: Absolutely. So that that, that makes a lot of sense. And so you mentioned a couple entities such as, uh, I believe, Spectrum and a, a few other STEM programs. Uh, you mentioned gateway global is helping provide certification for some of these interns. Uh, are there any other bigger entities that you're working with the educational programs or getting people uh, more, we'll call it uh, these, these kind of stamps on their resume and saying, Hey, I got these skills and, and make them more, uh, more valuable, valuable in the workforce.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So honestly, you know, we're partnering um, with a lot of entities and, and Not just um, our 501c3 startup, which is what Gateway Global is, but I mean, we partner with all of our partners. You know, I'm looking at um, finding some sort of collaboration with Amazon Web Services, or hey, you know, is there a possible partnership with, you know, UPS? And then we're also, uh, you know, looking to partner with our forward leaning uh, companies like Accenture to bring commercial best practices and innovations to do something you know, of the intelligence community mission imperative, you know, right now, you know, anyone that we work with, I feel like we can work with our kids um, as well. It's, it's something that we all have in common and as well as this, you know, ongoing STEM crisis.
0: Excellent. So how many people do you have working with you uh, in the LIDO staff uh, getting these initiatives up and uh, continuing and, and maintaining them and, uh, and working regionally?
2: I would say that I work with my entire uh, organizational entity because I'm pulling from all of the departments for assistance and finding out also, you know, like, what are you doing over there in Virginia? How can we duplicate it and add it into this program? You know, I have the program, you know, now... I am plugging in partners, right? And that's internal and external. You know, we have programs out east that uh, delves into data analytics. You know, and um we have other sponsorships out east that we're looking to, you know, bring out here um into the Midwest. Like, you know, those STEM boards and the STEM boxes and things of that nature that, you know, help us to develop like, you know, STEM kits for GIS, you know, specialized things. And then I'm also reaching all the way out to... um a part of our organization internally out in Houston, where we're looking to develop sustainable foods for space. You know, we it, the program is unlimited and I have the full reach and capacity of partnership and collaboration within our our organization. So I would say everyone. I'm even working across all of the groups um, within our organization for our intern opportunities. You know, you know, GIS and IT field is, is vast. You know, it's just like one of it might be an entryway here, but maybe they want to go into cybersecurity over here or that. It's just it's an entryway, and it's an opportunity, and, and we're definitely not limited. And I think that's one of the things COVID has taught us um, it, with this recent uh, national issue, or you know, that we're no longer limited by geography, and that'll hopefully help bring more jobs to St. Louis as well.
0: Oh yes, and and, and speaking about limits, is do you do you have how how full up is your intern program is it difficult to get into it is there is there some type of uh limited capacities like oh wow we didn't engage as much interest but we have 30 kids in here now like how do we how do we you know is there is there a limit to it right now or or you just you'll find a way to get them all in um to make sense
2: OK, so what I'm looking to do again, I had mentioned before, is work across our organization. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for opportunities where other groups, you know, um, can take on interns. For example, we have a civil, we have a health group that GIS often, um, you know, crosses over with. Um, and we also have defense in our civil group. Um, which, you know, GIS is relevant to everything. So if they have an intern position available over there that's 100% virtual, we can obviously, uh, pipeline our interns in, in that capacity to one of our facilities here. So, you know, I'm really leveraging the entire uh, organizational capacity to house our interns. But if they can't, you know, I'm not beyond, um, you know, looking at our other, um partners you know to staff them as well and offer those opportunities and that that helps our partners right um so they're also excited about our partnership with like gateway global and any other interns that we might take on because we we also have strong partnerships with our local universities
0: okay no do you, and, and so my next question is with all this this amazing intern program that you've come up with uh do you have any good best practice stories, any good stories that come out of this you'd like to share?
2: Best practice stories. Um uh... you
0: know, just kind of like this. Oh man, this okay. this was a yes. really awesome uh situation or or, you know. I'll One thing about... I like hearing about these is sometimes you get these folks, these kids or or these folks, uh, you know, they 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 go through programs like this and you end up inspiring to a level that you didn't quite expect. And, you know, and those are things I like hearing as well. You know what? what the, those kind of feel good moments.
2: OK, so I would say the thing that feels good most about the k crew program that, you know, I manage, which the interns and all that stuff kind of falls in alignment with the best thing I like about it is we leverage our high school and university students to reach back to the elementary and middle school for, and volunteer opportunities, you know? So for instance, I have one of my current shadows high school students helping me develop um, science projects that one of our under-resourced elementary school principals asked uh, us to do for fourth and fifth graders. So he's helping me with these presentations. And if you know, you know, You come from this community. Now you're giving back. You're empowering them to reach themselves, um, to pull themselves up and then other people as well. So volunteerism and empowerment, I think, um, are some of the main things that I walk away with feeling real good. And not only are we doing it, but we're teaching our youth to do it
0: okay great uh, for for companies and partners who are interested in adopting uh, this this unique thing that you've done uh, and, and being able to scale it uh, what advice can you give them
2: reach out to me and let's find something to work on <laughs> you know I, I um, sit around a lot of tables and we talk about doing a lot of great things but I find the most effective way to do something that matters is to get busy working so if You know, hey, you got a collaborative project that we can maybe tackle together. I think that builds the relationship that adds strength to the program and is what we ultimately want all all around.
0: And and I'm also thinking about either schools or other companies in other locations around the United States who are like, oh, this is a really interesting thing. How can we do something similar in our area?
2: I would agree. I would say the same thing. Reach out to me or reach out to any Lidos. You know, uh, entity, you know, you might reach out to our corporate responsibility team. They'll probably direct you to me. But we all work together. You know, it's it's not just like a one-stop shop with me. I really work across the organization as a team with, with all of our departments. And, and that includes our uh, diversity and inclusion team, our corporate responsibility team, uh, sometimes our media, sometimes our marketing, all of it. We all kind of work together to help fund um, a lot of things for our kids and, and our schools. Um, so, you know, I would say reach out to Litos and you'll probably more than likely run into me regardless. <laughs> and, uh, and, and we can start on a project together, you know, roll up sleeves and let's get working.
0: Perfect. Uh, is there anything else before we wrap up that you'd like to uh, mention uh, about anything that you're working on, the, this specific program or topic, uh, anything at all?
2: Um, I think we covered our GIS pathway. I I would like to say we're not limited, and I am working on bioscience GIS projects with UMSL University of Missouri St. Louis, and I'm also looking to um, work on collaborative projects with um, other entities in Illinois as well as on the Missouri side with like SLU, and then um, yeah, we're we're not limited. So even if it's something I hadn't thought of, definitely reach out to me and we can work something out. I think partnership is the strength that we need to pull us ourselves out in this STEM crisis.
0: And what's the best way to reach out to you uh, for anybody curious and want to know more?
2: I would say, you know, you can go to com and, um, you know, find the comment block and send a message through that, that Avenue, or you can email me directly at Nicole N I C O L E dot Q dot Mathern M A T H E R N at com.
0: Great. Well, thank you, Nicole, for joining us and talking about this amazing endeavor that uh, you're working on with Leidos. Uh It's you got a, you got a big project ahead and inspiring young folks, not just within the GIS or geospatial industry, uh, but across the board for getting them into, well, uh, the, the workforce. And, and that's an incredible endeavor, uh, educationally and inspirationally. So thank you for joining us on Project Geospatial. Uh, I'm, I'm Adam Simmons here with Nicole Mathern, and we'll talk to everybody next time.